Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hey, hey. Hey, girl. How's it going? It is going. I'm ready to get back outside and enjoy this weather. Right? I was just thinking, I was like, oh, I would really, I really need to go for like a walk or something. I would, I would totally podcast outside if it weren't for my neighbor's stupid dogs. (laughs) I had the, I had the windows open and like my neighbors had their kids outside. And then I heard like somebody like, um, weed eating their yard. Weed eating. Weed yeah. Eating? Yeah. Edging, <laughs> weeding, yeah. Why would you eat weeds? Like, why is that? Well, I mean, I, I don't, mean, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. <laughs> but does it actually eat weeds? Doesn't it just like cut them? It cuts them. Yes. So <laughs> you can see where my green thumb comes in. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But like, why would you call it a weed eater if it? Because it's, it's like chopping away. It's eating at the weeds. It's hacking them. But it doesn't. It's okay. Hang. It's okay. okay. You're pretty. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny when my husband and I first got married, he's like, you are the smartest dumb person I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. no, I look sorry. at my children. I the tell my children that all the time. <laughs> I'm like, y'all so pretty. <laughs> um, no, he said that it was the smartest, wait, dumbest smart person. The dumbest smart person. So yeah. he's the smartest dumb person is yeah. But anyways, I yeah. got you. So he would <laughs> he'd be like, you like just the you know, I, I'm like he says I'm a child sometimes when I rationalize things <clears throat> like in my brain. Mm-hmm. Like I analyze things like a, a toddler or a child uh, would. Mm-hmm. Where you take it down to such a basic level. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why would you even go there with that? But anyways, all right. <clears throat> Talking about um, smart and dumb. Um, <laughs> moving into our topic today, which choose your uh, words carefully. Here. Right, right. I'm like, oh, maybe I should take that back. But no, no, no. I feel strongly about this, and all I right, wasn't. What you got? I wasn't going to talk about something totally different today. But I've seen this so much lately. It's been driving me crazy. I'm like, that's it. We're talking about it on the podcast today. So um, I've seen so many posts on social media or so many ads. I feel more so now than I have in the past year talking about diet programs and detoxes and cleanses and like all these different machines that help you lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I am just so sick of seeing these posts in these ads. Like a friend of mine, she had, and I don't blame her. She, she, uh, this is an attack on her by any means, but she had put a post out there like, Hey, does anybody have a good cleanse that they recommend? And I, I see all these mm. people posting like all these juices and uh-huh. teas and all these things. And are I you trying that- to get me riled up today? Yeah, I see it. You know. <laughs> um, but so I messaged her and I private messaged her and I was like, girl, we need to talk. Like, give me a call when you get a sec. 
um, I don't think this is the way you want to go. Mm-hmm. And I explain the problem with these cleanses and how harmful they are to your system, especially if you're doing it as a diet. Um, I'm not sure if she was using it for a diet or just like a, a refresh kind of thing. But either one can be pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But I was explaining to her that, you know, these detoxes, they leave you feeling hungry. You're starving because you're not getting enough. They're not usually correcting anything. I mean, your body does a pretty dang good job of detoxing on its mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. So the problem is with these people thinking they need to detox is and their body can't do a sufficient job is that they're not allowing their body to do its job. They keep filling it with junk. They keep putting crap into it. Well, you keep putting crap into it. It's not going to be able to detox like you would like it to. I mean, you want to be great ways to detox that do not require any pills, any teas, any kind of special supplement, water, fiber, sleep, all of those things are great. Sweat from exercise. Mm -hmm. They all are great ways to allow your body to detox. But if you're not getting those things or you're not getting adequate amounts of those things, your body is going to hang on to all that junk a lot longer than it needs to. And it begins to fill up um, and eventually turns into other kinds of issues. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like detoxing, using those type of protocols is not the answer. You know, the juice cleanse, that's a big one that people use. I'm like, okay, so the cleanses, those juices, yeah, you're getting some vitamins from the fruits and vegetables, even like the healthy organic ones. Like a lot of them will claim, oh yeah, ours really work because they're not loaded with chemicals like a lot of the other ones. Well, that's great. But the majority of the fiber is in the meat of the fruit. All you're getting with the juice is the sugar water. Mm -hmm. Basically, you're leaving the fiber behind which is a big factor in helping to push out junk in the body. Mm -hmm. So if people would focus more on eating more um, nutritious, wholesome foods or more well-rounded diets, they would be so much better off. And then, you know, I'm going to talk about dieting for a minute. Not just like the detox diets, but diets in general. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw some, some facts out there. So dieting, okay, 95% of diets fail. And what I mean is in the first one to five years, people that diet gain that weight back. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but would you do anything else with that kind of failure rate? Would you look at something and be like, oh, well, 95% of the time this doesn't work, so I'm going to try it. <laughs> that's a great way to look at it. I mean, it, <laughs> but yet we keep yeah, doing like, oh, it. like, oh, that sounds good. Let me do that again. But yeah, we keep, we keep doing it to ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. why? And I keep asking, I keep asking people this. I'm like, why do you continuously throw money at something, spend time on something that doesn't work. 
Think about mm-hmm. how much money you paid into programs or pills or, you know, um, products, waist trainers, um, all those different things that the belly bands that they say work. Think about how much money you put into that and how much effort you put into trying to do that and seeing it out. Had you just not dieted and found a healthier approach mm-hmm. to what you're doing, maybe invested in meeting with a professional instead of, you know, going to, a, you know, a paid for program that was featured on Instagram by an uh, influencer. Yep. But think about how much money and time you would have saved by doing that versus the dieting rep. So I'm going to, I'm going to give an example. Um, I have a client. She's tried many, many, many diets. None of them have worked. I mean, they work for like a minute Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, while you're doing them, they work, but you have to continue to do them. Right. And most of them are just not sustainable because they eliminate one or more food groups. They have like super restrictions. You just, it doesn't account for life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't account for that birthday party, that vacation, that holiday get together. Mm-hmm. It doesn't account for, you know, life circumstances where yeah. you just can't focus on eating perfectly or getting the rest you need or not stressing out. Mm-hmm. So this client of mine, when we started, she had been on diet after diet. She had gained quite a bit of weight over the, um, the past five to 10 years and it's really affecting her health. Mm-hmm. So when I told her that we were not going to put her on her a restrictive diet, she was she really questioned like whether or not I was capable of doing what I do. <laughs> like she was like she's like Melissa, I want to trust you. I want to trust what you're saying, but everything I've learned over the years is not what you're saying and I'm like okay so why did you hire me you hired me because you've seen from other people they've had success you've seen that you know time and time again you either talk to me or read posts that I've done or blogs you know I know my stuff right um and why so you you hired me knowing all of this why aren't you trusting me now? Mm-hmm. Like what is it because I'm going against all of the things that you've been taught that were actually taught by the diet industry, this multi-billion dollar industry that preys on the fact that you will fail. Mm-hmm. Cause essentially that's what they do. They're hoping you fail because then you buy another program or yep. you spend more money on products that just really don't work. Um, you know, they, these industry, this industry gets people of influence and has them promote their products. And because you look up to those influencers, you're automatically going to buy into that product. Right. But there's nothing backing it up saying, yes, this product is valid. It works. It's not teaching you anything. You're just becoming reliant on this product. Mm-hmm. Whereas what I'm doing is I am showing you how to have a better relationship with food, how to retrain your brain 
to not be super restrictive, to not feel like you need to be on a diet, to not deprive yourself. So she finally was like, okay, I'm in. Like, let's do this. So not on, on top of all that, what I had to, the first thing I told her to do, I'm like, okay, so we're going to up your calories and we're going to reduce the amount you're working out. And she's like, <laughs> what the What heck? kind of sorcery is this? Right. And she was like, um, excuse me. And I said, well, you're only eating a thousand calories on a oh, good, good day. Lord. Yes. Uh, about a thousand to 1200 calories a day. Um, she was often on exercising, mm. um, but she thought she was going to have to like basically hit the gym seven days a week for like one to two hours each day. And I'm like, no, I actually just want you to focus on getting 20 minutes a day of walking. That's it. 20 minutes a day of walking. And She's like, that's it. I said, yes, starting out, that's what we're going to focus on. We're going to focus on that and on you. Um, and we upped her calories. We took them up slowly. So we started out at 1,400 calories was the end because she was really malnourished. Even though she was overweight, she mm-hmm. was really malnourished because of all of the dieting over the years. And when you diet, your metabolism wants to be – it. So your body naturally wants to sustain. We talked about this in past podcasts. Um, so your body, it's just a, a defense mechanism. It's like, okay, you have been consistently giving me a thousand calories. I need to learn how to live off of a thousand calories. Mm-hmm. So it automatically drops your metabolism to that thousand calorie mark or around there. I mean, it varies from person to person just because you're eating a thousand doesn't necessarily mean that's where it's going to be at, but it's going to be a lot lower than where you were at originally before you started dieting. So we're having to work it her way back up. Um, and we're having to do it strategically. And because she is eating such a low amount, even when we upped her calories, I don't want to up her activity because she was struggling to make it through the day. She had no energy whatsoever. She didn't want to get up and move. She didn't want to, um, she had troubles functioning like brain fog, brain frog. She had brain frog. Um, (laughs) She probably had that too. And she had, she has a, a, a kid. And so being able to keep up with her child, it was really, really hard. So, you know, we, and also another thing is we did not, I did not restrict her diet in any way, shape or form. We did not restrict the kinds of foods. I helped to educate her on the kinds of foods that would be more beneficial to her energy levels, but there is not a single food item I told her she could not have. Now she did eat out a lot, but it, so she wouldn't eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. She would go until like 12, 1 o'clock without eating. And then she would binge eat. So she'd basically get all of her calories within one to two meals. Mm-hmm. And it was just wreaking havoc on her body. But she also had a um, soda issue, a diet soda issue. Mm. So that was one area. I was like, well, do you absolutely need the soda? She said, well, no. I said, okay, 
well, let's take it down from like two a day to one a day. And now she doesn't even touch soda. She's like, my body feels so much better not being on soda, even though it was a diet soda, which mm-hmm. in my opinion is worse than a regular soda, but tomato, tomato, um, different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was making little changes. So we're now less than two months in. We have upped her calories to 1,600 by this point. She is exercising a little bit more, but not much. She's exercising about, she's doing about 30 minutes a day of walking at minimum five days a week. And she's incorporated one yoga class, one strength training class. So it's still less than three hours or about three hours of working out a week. Mm-hmm. And so in that time, she has gone down 3% body fat. She nice. has upped her calories. She is moving more. She has tons more energy. She's enjoying the food she's eating. Mm-hmm. She's not depriving herself anymore. She can, And in that time, she had two huge, stressful family events. Um, she had two relatives die, not at the same time. Like, they were within a couple of weeks apart of each other. Now, mm-hmm. if you're on a diet, like a, a structured diet, um, that would have shut you down. Mm-hmm. Like, that yep. would have been the end of your diet, and you would have gone back to square one. Yep. And for her to be able to still maintain – because we even took a week off of focusing. Like, we still met, and we still talked, but we didn't make the focus about her nutrition. We didn't mm-hmm. make the focus about her exercising. We made the focus about her taking time to mentally and emotionally deal with what was happening, mm-hmm. you know? And one of the things I told her is like, okay, I want you not to exercise, but I want you to get out and just go for like a five, 10 minute walk outside just to get outside and get the sun because we know the sun is a very powerful mm-hmm. um, in healing. So get outside, just, you know, if anything, sit on your patio chair, breathe the fresh air. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was still able to accomplish that without even touching like a single diet pill, a single diet program, a single cleanse. And it's something that she can do for the rest of her life. Right. So dieting, all it does is it just creates one it creates a negative um mindset a negative mm-hmm. relationship um you're constantly telling yourself that you're a failure because you didn't succeed at following a certain diet mm-hmm. um and then you just repeat the cycle okay well let me try the next thing and then you fail at that and then you get depressed and then you know it what do we do when we're depressed a lot of times we look to food for comfort Right. And so it's just getting out of that headspace and finding something that works for you long term that doesn't involve you restricting yourself mm-hmm. or putting pressure on yourself. And we also took the focus away from it being about how she looked and mm. we switched it to how she felt. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you know, before we started before she started noticing the weight loss we based milestones on oh you had energy to go for a walk today 
or, mm-hmm. oh, you had energy to make dinner. Oh, or you were feeling a little bit stronger today. You could do this exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you got out of bed today. Good job. Right. You know, it's those little things. Because once you start to focus on the health aspect, the rest comes along with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I don't know. I don't know what you or I can do anymore to convince people that dieting is not the answer. I, I wish I had that answer. You'd probably <laughs> make a, a lot more money. Too. Right. <laughs> uh, maybe we should just like make some pill or cleanse out of it, you know, like I don't, try to bottle it. I don't Yeah. I I, I'm like, I'm trying to like scream it from the rooftop Mm -hmm. here. I'm like, do you realize how much dieting screws you up? Mm -hmm. Not just physically, mentally. Well, you know, and here's, here's what I don't get. And this may sound kind of shitty, but whatever. Um, (laughs) So you're going to go. And when I say you, I mean, collectively, like we see all these posts on, on social media, right? Like Oh, I, I need a cleanse or, or what's this, you know, what's a pill I can take or what's the fastest way to do this. So let me get this straight. You're going to go take advice from people that are not in the space, right. That are not in the health and wellness industry that have no knowledge other than what they find on Google who are yo-yoing. And you have watched these people gain and lose the same weight over and over and over versus people that are in the industry that are readily available to you that walk the walk and talk the talk and you don't see us fluctuating constantly. Mm -mm. You don't see us falling off the wagon, so to speak, and trying all these things. You see us practicing what we preach and that's enjoying life, exercising for the way that our body needs it, eating the way our body needs to while still enjoying the things we enjoy. But yeah, you know what? Let's not listen to them. That's fine. Let's go. Let's go listen to social media because surely they've got the answer in the in the form of a pill or like, <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I think people think about the quick fix, and I get it. But how many quick fixes have Aren't you just, done in comparison yeah. to if you just did it right the first time? Yeah, like, aren't you tired? I'm exhausted. Oh my gosh! Like, I and I've I, done all the things. I looked. I look at some of my family members that have done diet after diet or gone to a diet doctor over the years and they still have the same issues. They still, mm-hmm. you know, struggle with their weight. And I'm like, okay, but if you would have just done it this way the first time, and the thing is like, you're not depriving yourself. You are right. still getting the things that you enjoy. You're not having to spend 10 hours in a gym. Like you get to enjoy life. So it's mm-hmm. not just the time of doing that process. It's the time that you get to enjoy yourself and not having to think about it. And the money, oh my gosh, the money that people spend on all of these products. Right. I mean, it's completely uh, unnecessary. Um, This year, or I think it was this year. Hold on, I'm trying to find the... Okay, so Americans spend, and this is... um information that I got off of what is it um oh my gosh it's a um hold on I'm trying to remember (laughs) now it's are you you having a brain frog I am I am I'm having another brain frog um anyways I'll I'll remember it here in a second but um 
Berkeley, <laughs> their research center. Um, this, I, this is information I got from their research center. So Americans spend more than $40 billion a year on dieting and diet-related products. This, that's roughly equivalent to the amount that the U.S. federal government spends on education each year. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, is that not ridiculous or what? And then one recent study revealed that 91% of women, um, and this was obviously on a college campus, um, has dieted and 22% um, do it often or always. Wow. So it just blows my mind. Like that, that is a lot. And then Going back to, okay, well, if 95% of dieters regain the weight in, within one to five years of losing that weight, like, why would you go with those odds? I, I don't know. It's, I, I, I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's just mind-blowing. Like, it, it's sad. It, it is really, really sad. Um, and it's, it's stemming, it's going to our kids too. Like our Mm -hmm. kids are seeing this and they're starting to worry about their appearance. So the same, um, article that I'm reviewing, it said that another study found that 40, 46% of nine to 11 year olds are sometimes or often on diets. Nine to 11. That's crazy. That breaks my heart. And then another um, researcher discovered that 42% of first through third grade girls surveyed reported wanted to be thinner. Oh, that's heartbreaking. That is, that is sad. And it's okay. No, it's not. It, mm-hmm. it is not okay. Like your child, unless there are extreme health issues, your child should not be on a diet. No, and, and that's 110% the parent's fault. And if the, the child needs to be on a diet, I am not, you know, there are, it's rare. It is very rare, but there right. are some health factors that could potentially take it out of the parent's hands. Right. But that um, is not the majority. No, that is not the majority. And that needs to be addressed. Like mm-hmm. you need to be figuring out what is going on and fix the root cause, not mm-hmm. put them on a diet because yeah. that's not fixing the root cause. That's just putting a bandaid on. It's like putting a bandaid on a broken leg. Yeah. Like what is that going to fix? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, and you know, just like your kids, it's no different for adults. Like, yeah. Dieting does not fix anything. Actually, it makes things worse. Yep. So, you know, when you're thinking about going that route, you should really consider what that's going to do to your body, what that's going to do to your mental state. I mean, me, in the past years when I went on a diet or had to be super restrictive for whatever reason, I was not fun to be around. Mm-mm. Me like, either. I was hangry. I was like, I had to, when I had my surgery, um, um, for my jaw, I had to be in a liquid diet for two months. Now that was not a diet I chose to be on. I had to be on it because I couldn't open my mouth for a while. 
So I was not a happy camper. Like I was for those two months, I was just awful. Mm-hmm. I so, would be too. <laughs> so, but people are choosing to do that to themselves because they think it will make them better. And I'm, I have to ask better how. Right. Right. So moral of the story, you thinking about dieting? Don't, don't. do it. <laughs> Stop it. Run the other way. Stop it. And then, of course, if you have questions or you're not sure what approach to take, instead of going the dieting route, reach out to us. That is what we're here for. That is what we do. It's literally um, what we do for a living. Yes. <laughs> like you don't need to diet to lose weight or to be happy. I mean, I can give you, and I'm sure Brie can too, a number of clients, success stories that we've had where they weren't dieting. Yep. Yep. So it, it's doable. You, you just, it's probably not something you're going to be able to do on your own effectively. Um, unless you're really well-versed in nutrition. But I, again, I would recommend seeking help. If you're going to look at the diet route and look at doing all these programs, why not seek help to do it the right way instead of consulting Google? Amen. Do you have anything you want to add? I don't. Okay. Don't, don't don't be a dummy. Don't diet. (laughs) Diving for dummies. That should be open open up the book. Don't do it. Right. That's it. (laughs) But you know what? And I don't I don't blame the general public because there's so much information out there that is making them believe otherwise. But we're telling you now, like don't listen to that other information. And you can definitely Relate if you tried diet after diet and you're still in the situation, if not worse than you were when you started. Yep. I mean, a good rule of thumb is if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. It probably is. Yeah. Run. Amen, sister. (laughs) All right, girlfriend. Thank thank you. Um, Hopefully that will stick to somebody today, you know? I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, girl. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time. <laughs>